Hey y'all, it's Kiara, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of For Realness Sake. Y'all, we are in episode three of our empowerment series, and I have yet another amazing woman to share with you today, per usual. <laughs> Today's guest is an author, speaker, coach, and a strategist. She even has a mixtape, y'all, like I can't. She is just too fire. <laughs> Her name is Tanya, and she helps people all around the world to live and lead on purpose. Tanya is fearless, focused, and unapologetic. And our conversation was all about being unapologetic about who you are with a few laughs on how to get there. I appreciated this chat, and I know you will too. Before we get into this week's episode, I just wanted to share a quote by Angela Davis. Angela Davis said, I am no longer accepting the things I cannot change. I am changing the things I cannot accept. I want you ladies to be encouraged this week. Don't lose hope in this fight. Keep applying pressure. So why don't you go ahead and tell us about yourself? Absolutely. So, hey, y'all again, FRS, for real, for real, for real. I am Tanya <laughs> of Talking with Tanya, Tanya J. Miller, LLC. You got, basically, I do, I help people and organizations to do life and leadership unapologetically on purpose. I do that in my work that I do as an author, speaker, coach, and strategist. But more importantly, I want to make sure that you're able to basically not just do life, but do it for real, for real. And so I'm glad that we're going to be talking about that and more with Miss Kiara today. And you guys, of course. Yes, being unapologetic is a huge movement right now. There's so many people that are talking about what that means. So what does it mean to be unapologetic? <clears throat> um, for me, honestly, I didn't even know it was a movement, child. That's just what I've been. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay. The like, most life. I didn't even know. But, um, you know, I would definitely say I always take it back um, to a personal definition of it. And so I take it back to when I first learned how to be unapologetically me. And that was with my um, mom growing up. She basically mm-hmm. taught us. But these two words that they just going to sound as country as they are, but they real in a <laughs> way. Um, and they, there are things I still stand by today in my own life. And that's what I actually talk to, um, you know, everybody about, period. Whether it's personal, business, mob court, whatever. And so it is basically that can't nobody beat you being you. And so mm. when she taught us that, she basically let us know there's nobody else that can do you the way you can do you. There's nobody else that can make, that can look better than you because you look the way you're supposed to look. You made the way you're supposed to be made. Like all of it is, is you. If you was trying to do yes. it like somebody else, it wouldn't work. If they was trying to do it like you, it wouldn't work. That's why you got your stuff. They got their stuff. And, 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 and can't nobody be either one of y'all being yourself. And so that was like the first like layer of the unapologeticness that came out like, probably child she she taught us this early and then the second thing she would always say to us is that you are who you're supposed to be and so when you just really get into your your understanding into your mental into your just knowing that 
I'm good. Now I'm not just good. Like however I am, good, bad, and different, I'm still good. If if it rains today, if it snows tomorrow, I'm still good because I'm who I'm supposed to be. There's nobody else that is supposed to be like me, doing it like me. Even if there's other people that do the same thing, they still won't do it like me because there's no competition when it comes to me against me. And so yes. that knowing that that's literally where I get the foundation of unapologeticness, and that literally is where. I always take people to when I give the definition because she taught me in a real life example way of how it is. And, and it's, it's not a, just a saying or, you know, a mm-hmm. bad thing. It's a whole way of life and loving yourself. I love that. Okay, Ma. That reminds me of um, what my mom says. Even to this day, she'll always say, um, and this will sound country or Geechee. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> she says, what somebody else got ain't yours. Mm-hmm. And that can be, you know, really used in a lot of ways, but I always took it for me, like my personality, what I have, that's God given, that's mine. Yeah. What, what somebody else has going on, uh, how they live their life, th- that's not yours. That has nothing yeah. to do with you. So that, that was an early lesson, um, like you about being unapologetic about who you are. Yes, ma'am. I was super excited to have you on because we are talking about uh, empowerment this month. I think that it's important for us as Black women to empower ourselves and in turn empower other women. I so believe in that phrase, um, empowered women empower women. And I think that um, us uh, Black women have been kind of pushed to the side and a lot of these conversations. So it's important for us to uh, put our hands up and say, hey, we're here too. Um, And in turn, it's just like a feel good, like, yes, I know that I can do this. And so with everything um, that you're doing, I wanna know what empowerment looks like to you. Honestly, empowerment is the smallest thing and it's the biggest thing. And what I mean by Mm -hmm. that, literally, you can empower your sister by just literally um, calling and checking on them. You know what right. I'm saying? Especially yeah. with everything that has happened and it's still happening in 2020. Like, calling <laughs> hey, I'm just thinking about you. I just wanted to send some hugs and love. You good? And if they not, listen, don't be running off the phone. Check with them. Check <laughs> off with them. Like, oh, dang. I thought this was going to be a quick call. No, 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 no. Don't, don't just be doing it for, for, for show actually mm-hmm. you know do what you can if they say they're not and if they say they're good then you know y'all get a few laughs in but like it's simple stuff like it doesn't have to always meet and greet that the main stage mm-hmm. it's not all about right. the show it's about a lot of times the empowerment comes in those small intimate one-on-one yeah. sessions or small groups where that's where it really like really hits home and makes a difference because that lets the person know you care. That lets the sister know you've been where she at. That let them. That let them, a mama know that hey, I, I understand what you're going through, and I'm not gonna leave you by yourself. And yeah. so that's what it's like to me when it comes to empowering and empowerment because we got to show up in the everyday, not just when it's the the prime time spotlight. You know what I'm saying? And so it's in those times and in those moments when it really matters the most. And that's when we need each other the most. And so, shoot, I'm encouraging y'all. Y'all check on y'all <laughs> sisters. Y'all check mm-hmm. on y'all, uh, y'all homegirl, y'all auntie. 
the one that be getting on y'all nerves talking. I don't care. She still needs somebody to check on. Okay. We, we right. Responsibility to each other. I think that's important for you to say because I think that when when you mention the word empowerment, when we say that word, it does seem super grand. Like we're supposed to go on a stage and and give everyone a motivational speech and you know have them read a passage and all these things but honestly it is about that connection that sisterhood that you build with your own little community so that that i love that i do um for me empowerment has lately empowerment has just been connecting um it has been being intentional about the things that i say to my sisterhood um it's it's transparency it's honesty and it's, it's trust, it's building. Right now, I feel most empowered when I am able to be vulnerable with the people that I love. And um, in those spaces, I think that's when I feel most inspired to keep going. So I appreciate you saying that. It makes me feel like I'm doing the right thing. <laughs> hey, it's, it's when we're most able to be vulnerable is when we're most able to be loved. And that's when it, that's when it literally breaks down so much. Oh, I like that. Now, <laughs> I'm done. Hold on. If y'all would have seen Kiara's face, girl, because I'm like, I need to write that down. That is good. <laughs> now, we got to take it all the way back. Give me your first memory of being empowered or inspired by a Black woman. See, that was the problem. <laughs> When you said mm-hmm. it, I was like, it's been too many. Like, I don't even know if I can, like, name one. And then you said early. I'm like, they was all, like, bouncing up early. So I don't even know. Um, so I'm going to just be, I'm going to keep it 100 and keep it with the first one. I'm going to say my mama. Because mm. <laughs> I won't get in trouble. Is this too many others? And I'm like, can she hear this interview? She be like, oh, really? Oh, you really? I was oh, the one that in this world. Oh, okay. so you just don't, okay? <laughs> so I'm going to say her. And I'm going to just say, you know, honestly, it goes back to those two things. And just, Mm. you know, even, you know, and I say, I know she was the first one because Mm -hmm. I look back now older and I think about all of what she was facing and fighting and what she Mm. came up from and what she had even went through. And a lot of it, you know, she didn't even begin to tell us until we were older and able to understand it and just to know like that was a bad girl like she mm. literally became she became a preacher's wife in her 20s i was like girl you mm, okay <laughs> was you was you through as i say was you through being in the world <laughs> but, uh you know just that and then you know even though she was not the oldest child it a lot of times she was the one that had to do a lot of the things that the oldest would do because um, unfortunately, um, some of the other ones just did what they wanted to do. And, mm. and so she, a lot of times would be the help, you know, even when she needed help, because she actually had a lot of health, of some of the, some of the um, same health conditions that I actually fight now in my, I ain't in my 20s, but y'all, y'all feeling the blank. But I have, I have some of the same ones. <laughs> that she was battling. And I'm like, girl, are you was dealing with all this child? Oh my God, like no wonder. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like knowing all the what she was doing, she still made it a point to just show up and be there. You know, she wasn't the, the traditional 
stay at home mama. No, I don't. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna put it like that. Ticket fish. My mama is crazy, but she wasn't. It's listen. I, I said no, y'all. She, she listen. They be like, well, why y'all like? Oh, cause see, my husband. I'm gonna give y'all this quick story. My husband be doing like TV, like from back in the day, like cable and rap music, and I be like, we didn't watch. That we didn't have cable. And mm-hmm. we didn't listen to rap music. He said, oh, y'all was saved. I said, I didn't say that. I said, but we grew up on the blues and, uh, and old school R&B. I said, we don't know nothing about no rap music. And right. so I said that to say, she even she even inspired us to still love old school Temptations, uh, The Whispers, uh, all okay. of Bobby Blue Band, Betty Wright. <laughs> Rest in peace, Betty. We know you gone. I know you don't mm. mind any up there dancing to uh, clean up woman. But yeah, like, <laughs> she's the first. Like, she she literally, I see myself acting and hearing and doing a lot of her. She shows up in a lot. Trust me. Mm. Show up in a lot of what I do. I think that's beautiful. And isn't it amazing how, you know, as we grow, at least for me, growing up, I look just like my mom. Um, and they used to tell me that all the time. And it was to the point where I was like, okay, I look like me. I don't look like me. <laughs> and I used to fight it so bad. But now being an adult, I embrace that. I'm like, oh, I do look like my mom. My mom has um, moles on her face and we call them chocolate chips. And now I see as I age, I'm getting them as well. And I'm like, oh, okay, Regina, there she go. <laughs> and it's, it's inspiring to see that because like you mentioned, your mom was young. She was, you know, 20 being married and in the church. That's, that's heavy. <laughs> and my mom was um, a 20, 25 or like 23 with two kids. You know, mm-hmm. I, I remember my mom's 30th birthday. You know what I mean? Like she was young with two girls and the way she was able to push through having two and three jobs, that is inspiring. And how could we not continue on our journey knowing the examples that we have so with all my guests that are saying their mom I just think that is so sweet and so beautiful because it's true they are our first example um and it's it's and good we don't want no whooping <laughs> okay we don't want no whooping just, just be real we don't want no whooping either though no <laughs> uh-uh. we know I'm what's not this. gonna do this with you I'm not- <laughs> Okay, bonus. Who would be another yeah. person that uh, um, you, would <laughs> you know, I would just have to say the whole lot of them, my granny mm-hmm. and her sisters, like the whole lot of them. Like I would, I wasn't that little kid that would be out playing and stuff. Like I would go play, but then I mm-hmm. also would go sit and, and sit with sit with them because mm-hmm. between them. You gonna learn. You gonna be. You gonna learn how to pray. You gonna learn how to stay safe. Keep a man. Mm. Keep a husband. You gonna learn how to uh to play bingo. You gonna learn how to talk crazy. You gonna learn how to watch questions. <laughs> and then you gonna get some wisdom all up in there. And then you gonna get some tea. Like you gonna get it all. And so I would just be right on up there, and I'd be looking like this. I go from left to right. I'd be like, okay, wait a minute, okay. Mm. <laughs> And I'd be like, and then I say something I got no business, then I get that all up in my mouth. Just, right. Like, like you and grown folks right. space now. I was like, y'all knew I was sitting here. Y'all didn't think I was going to ask the question. <laughs> it's 
many questions as I ask. You think I'm gonna ask a question? And I would. I'd be like, so hold on. Now what I hear you say? They'd be like, girl, don't try yeah. today. I'd be like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I would say the whole lot of them. Like they really just um they they taught so much, and they were women that just gave and gave and gave and still somehow was able to still have enough when each and everybody needed something, which was crazy. I'd be like, how do you, how do you have a hundred dollars when you don't, you don't even make half of what all of us make, but listen, they'll pull that out. And mm-hmm. like, don't tell nobody where you got this from. You'd be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know I ain't got it. Cause I asked them first, but Hey, they, they just really, was solid and they really just put a firm foundation over our entire family like mm. you know there's only one left um but you know it's it's just amazing the foundation that they built and just to know that they literally um put in us the the ability to remember legacy to re- uh, remember our parents and our you know our elders and just to love each other and just that family was big, but also praying was and being there for each other was too. So I have to give it up to them because they they rock it out every time. Wow, amazing. I love that. I love that feel good. Girl, y'all not gonna get me to cry today. Sorry, not doing <laughs> it. <laughs> so we were talking about being unapologetic earlier. Um, do you think that unapologetic people can also be empowering? Yeah, like, I mean, that's, they, I mean, I would say that definitely, you know, go hand in hand because, to, like we said, the empowering starts at the, at the, at the ground level, at the, just you and me talking and, and, and you encouraging me, I'm encouraging you, iron sharpening iron, like, we vibing mm-hmm. and weaving, we, 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 uh, you know, just, uh, bouncing off each other and, and hyping our own stuff up. So, yeah, like, when you are able to be confident in who you are, who you are, and why you are who you are, you mm. are able to to let that whole just vibe just transcend and you know they're like you got good energy you know i'm vibing with mm. you like that's only basically the another person saying who you are makes me want to be who i am and i thank yeah. you for that and so yeah absolutely when they can see you living your life your best life mm-hmm. they're gonna want to know how they're gonna ask and want to know how are you able to do it because i want to be able to do the same thing and you just talking, you empower, you giving that message, you giving that light. That's what it's about. Yes. Why do you think it's so hard for women to not be themselves? Like I, I talk about this all the time about uh, wearing masks and, you know, having these different personalities for different occasions and feeling like you got to stuff your personality to appease to whoever. Why, where do you think that comes from? Girl. Why are you going deep today? Because I'm like, Uh-oh. how far you want me to go with this answer? Because I'm like, how, like I can go all the way back. I mean, Listen, I think you know. It's for real to say. <laughs> I think it really has to do with the fact that you know, for so often we weren't able to be ourselves. We weren't able to come and you know just be us. We had to put on to hide our pain, hide um, hide our frustration, hide our anger, hide our sorrow, you know, and that goes all the way back to our ancestors when our kids were taken from us, you know, mm. and our spouses or our loved ones, or our family, or we were take from, taken all the way back from the motherland, or we were 
see some thrown off the ship. You know, I don't even mm. want to go that far, but like it's been there, the the hurt and the pain and, and the sorrow for a long time. And so we've learned, unfortunately, a way to adjust and adapt. And unfortunately, it's off and, and even um, self-correct. And the, the unfortunate part of it is, is that it's gotten to the point to where it's not good and healthy for us anymore either. Like we went on so much of a show and so much of a facade that we're we doing too much self-correcting. We're doing auto-correct. You know, we're doing too much mm. We don't even know who we are anymore. And so it, it's, it's an unfortunate thing, um, you know, but it's happening. And so it's not even bring it up to common day. Like, you, mm-hmm. you, 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 you raise your voice one little decimal too loud, or you put a little uh on a scene, then you, <laughs> you automatically viewed as the um, angry black woman. It's a whole syndrome now. You like, okay. What? So, you so you can, you can, yeah, you can, you can grow in, you go all the way in, but I say a little uh, and, and it's a whole problem. <laughs> and I'm being set right. down, or, you know, I'm called into the teacher's office, like, so I, I'm not, I, I'm not allowed to talk. Like, everybody else in the room can, but I'm not. So it's definitely, mm. um, it's hard, you know, it's, 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 we, we aren't often accepted for who we are and it's all, and, and we've unfortunately had to put a facade in a, in a uh, frame. That's real. That's real. Especially with that last piece about being considered an angry black woman, girl, that's a whole sermon in itself because when we yell or, you know, feel passionate about something, you know, we're aggressive. But when they yell or, you know, get angry and they really are being angry and aggressive, they're seen as passionate or assertive. And that's not right. So I think it is it has become a part of us trying to condense ourselves to fit this mold that we were honestly never supposed to fit in. So but, for but you. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but then if we too quiet, then we stuck up. Which one you want? Which one you want? I mean, I don't understand. Where is your happy medium? And so that's what we're trying to figure out. What is the happy medium? But it ain't one because you'll never. Half the time, you're not really trying to accept us. No way. You just trying to tolerate. Mm. You say it again for the folks in the bag. (laughs) You're not trying to really accept us. You really are just trying to find a way to appease the people that are making you fool with us and then tolerate us enough to we mess around and get out for your team, get out your department, or get mm. out get out your company. And right. it's unfortunate. It's ridiculous. It's unfortunate. Girl, it is. And I am not here for being tolerated. Either you go accept me or not. And both are fine, period. <laughs> so tell us about what you're doing for our community to empower other Black women. Um, well, definitely, you know, I, I, I mean, I would say on social media, I'm definitely on there, you know, helping anybody to figure out Mm -hmm. how to fit the puzzle pieces of life together. Um, just last weekend, actually, I did, we did a um, collab, you know, because collaboration actually is how we show community and unity and we get to where we're trying Mm -hmm. to go. We get back to our roots, y'all, a community. And so, um, <laughs> you know, we did that last weekend. And um, I'm actually probably, well, I know I am, um, but I'm going to be doing a um, group coaching, um, mm-hmm. free a free group coaching that I'll be releasing either sometime in the June or July, but that'll be out there um, for women as well. But honestly, you know, I just try and live a life to where I know that I, will be pleased with 
and that I know I would be okay with somebody else seeing me. And don't get me wrong, I be having my moments, but I mm. at least know <laughs> I'm trying. And so with that, you know, I just, you know, I try to leave my mark and my legacy so that somebody else can see it and they can help and, and they can be helped. And, you know, I'm like this, if I don't do nothing but help one somebody today, that's somebody that got something that they needed. And so that's what I try and do, whatever it looks like. If it's at, if it's in a job, if it's at the grocery store, if it's a family member, if, if it's my sis calling and wanting, wanting some advice, <laughs> like whatever it is, you know, I'm going to try and show up for somebody um, that needs whatever it is that I have at that time. Because you know what? I never know when I may need what they got. And so mm. as long as we thinking about our sister and she thinking about us, then we, all, we ain't going to ever be relaxed. And I think that's what we are definitely be better when we start doing that again because we'll be back where we're supposed to be which is a community okay come on somebody now come on <laughs> what about talking with tanya um you know like i said that is the vlog i've actually had it child back when we didn't have no internet do y'all remember <laughs> what it was like to not have no internet street because i do i do <laughs> I do. I had, I remember that I had AOL. It. Yes, child. AOL, <laughs> Black Planet. I don't even remember uh, some of the stuff we had back then. We were struggling. Y'all blessed. Who y'all blessed? Y'all they privileged. They don't even know. They don't even know. But I started this mud out as a grassroots, okay? And then each time something new came out, I had to learn that because technology was moving at the speed of light. But, um, <laughs> Yes, but it's basically um, me just honestly talking like I'm talking to you now and mm-hmm. just trying to just provide some motivation and inspiration and encouragement for wherever a person is at. And that literally was how it started. Like it started as an email and it wasn't even called Talking with Tanya. I just kind of wanted, I had a nonprofit and I kind of just wanted to keep, you know, everybody in contact and just, you know, being there for each other and, um, you know, like a check-in. You know, and mm-hmm. so um, I started it, and I was I was getting all these emails back where folks was like, "Oh my God, I feel like you're talking to me, sis. How you know what's going on in my house in my head?" I'm like, first of all, I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm just talking to y'all. It's just through email, and so it was like, that's it, talking with Tanya. And it was the funny part about what I have to tell y'all is. I, y'all see me talk oh y'all hear me talking here see me talking but y'all i'm really low-key it ain't even low-key i'm for real for real an introvert like once i get off this power yes. i'm gonna go chill be under my blanket okay i'm <laughs> quiet okay and so most people they've either met introvert you or they've seen this tell you and it's not that i'm separate people it's just when i'm on assignment i'm on purpose I'm gonna mm-hmm. do what I'm supposed to do. And then when I'm just I'm just out of my purpose and then I'm just full flesh tell you, she's gonna be quiet <laughs> and she's gonna sit down for her and mind her own business. Okay. And so they be like, What? And so that was why it was even a joke, because they be like, You don't even be liking a talk because you don't even and it's not that I'm shy, because that's not mm-hmm. it. I just really like quiet. It probably is because I grew up in a big family. That's probably what it was. Everybody was always loud. It was always a ton of people. And so it was like a, a treasure. It was mm-hmm. a, a hidden treasure <laughs> to have some quiet time. And so, yeah. And so they'd be like, 
you don't even be talking. Like, this is hilarious. You calling this simultaneous, but clearly you can see or hear I know how to run my mouth. That's not a right. problem. <laughs> but yeah, so that's kind of how it started. You know, ebbs and flows, time and stuff happening in between. You know, there were, you know, whatever, but it's here today still, 15 years later. Yes. Help you figure it all out so you can do it right and well. So that's the vlog. Um, there's actually a mixtape too as well. A mixtape? So I'm not no rapper, but it's what you get on top with Tanya <laughs> over adult beat. I have to Ooh. clarify that. It's over adult beat, but she's not rapping. Oh, you got to tell us what your Instagram is so they can find you. Talking with Tanya. Facebook, and then, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Talking with Period. Tanya. Mm-hmm. And they can also email you at... Um, it's actually a contact form. So if you go onto the website, TanyaJMiller.com, because I want to make sure I, I know what can bucket you of what you're kind of looking for. So there's mm-hmm. like a separate form for coaching. And then it's just a regular contact form. There's a page. There's one specifically for speaking, strategy sessions, all of that. So different ones to, so we can make sure that we hit your direct needs and can go from there. <sighs> I feel inspired and unapologetic. <laughs> <laughs> I think that style, y'all, is because she made it through the song like the real song. I think that was what it was about. She yes, wasn't sighing at us. I, I won't believe that. Oh my, really? <laughs> really? You know what? I'm through. I'm not even going to do this. Black, another, this is a lesson. Black women need to learn how to take compliments, okay? If you fire and you bomb, take that compliment, sis. <laughs> I will say that is, I, I have a friend. We have been friends since before I got married. It, she would literally, and she actually is here now. I shout out to Kiana. I love you, girl. And she would literally, when we would be out together somewhere, and she taller than me. I'm only five two, and she like during her almost six feet. She was the she was a um, professional supermodel. And this chick would all of a sudden I would feel this like this knee in my like like the back of my thigh because that's how high her knee came up to my. Oh. I'm that short. And so, I mean, I mean, she was almost darn near in my butt because she's tall. And she got a little legs. And so she would kick me off because somebody, we'd be at church and somebody would say something. And I'd be like, oh, okay. And she was like, ugh. I was like, oh, thank you. Like, because it's just, and and I don't, I think it's just, you know how we are, we get in our head. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, this old shirt, uh, my hair is busted. Uh-huh. Like, my hair been like this for five months. I need my hair to, y'all find me this. What? But that's what I'm saying. And so I'm thinking about all of what this is my the noise in my head and I can't even Mm -hmm. respond to you. And so note to everybody out there, y'all, let the noise stop and hear the hear the hear the nice words and compliments and just say thank you. Or else my sis Kiana gonna kick you in your knee or your thigh, (laughs) depending on how tall you are. (laughs) Amen. Thank you so much for being here i am so appreciative of you and y'all that's all we got i'll see you on the next one bye